0: Uh, this is uh, Jim Fetzer speaking to Larry Rivera on Wednesday, the uh, 27th of September. Uh, the time here in near Madison, Wisconsin is 9.30 a.m. I take it's 11.30 a.m. in Puerto Rico, Larry. Tell us, what is going on? We're seeing all kinds of images of devastation on the television, The president has been very slow to respond, and I take it some of his remarks where he's claiming to have been praised for the response by FEMA from the governor of Puerto Rico are, in fact, dubious, possibly even false, and most certainly exaggerated. Is that correct?
1: Uh, Hi, Jim. Unfortunately, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, the devastation that Puerto Rico has gone through is of epic proportions. Uh, you know, Dante's Inferno has nothing on this. Okay, um, we—it's very hard to describe, you know, unless you are actually here, because we've been through several phases. You know, uh, the storm itself and the aftermath, and uh, trust me, the aftermath is a hundred times worse than the storm because, and I'll start from the beginning, you know, when we, uh, on Tuesday, when everybody was uh, already, you know, getting ready for the storm and fixing, preparing, you know, the preparations, final preparations, you know, uh, they call for, evacu- for complete evacuations of anybody who lived in wooden houses, <clears throat> uh, in uh, in uh, flood-prone areas uh, because of the storm surge, and which is, you know, absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, but people were not i think some people uh did not realize you know the the seriousness of the situation you know and um unfortunately uh all these people have lost everything uh and and let me say something uh the fact that if you were in a cement uh structure. That did not necessarily mean that you were protected, because I have seen complete cement walls just completely demolished by the force of these winds. We had a Category 5 with winds up to 175 miles an hour, and uh, the electrical uh, infrastructure is completely gone. I'm not talking about you know here and there maybe certain areas I'm talking about completely from from one end of the island to the other and and I have seen uh uh here uh, due to previous storms uh Puerto Rico had adopted the use of some concrete uh uh post, you know for the electrical uh, uh wiring and these came tumbling down like like <laughs> you know like toothpicks you know concrete walls coming down like like dominoes. So uh, when, when you underestimate the force of nature in this manner, then then you you are you are at, at a very very high risk uh, of uh, even losing your life. And uh, what uh, Puerto Rico has gone through here is something that I would not wish on my worst enemy. Um, the uh, like I said, uh, fortunately, me, and my family, and most of our property is secure but the aftermath like i said is something the uh just to get the the electrical grid here in San Juan is going to take months and the island probably probably years we have the uh airport has been militarized FEMA has been uh working here since day one and I have to uh i, I have to uh, say that they have been uh out front from the beginning and they have told everybody exactly the procedure to follow and everything and and it's kind of funny because we have also lost all of our telecommunications infrastructure. There are no telephone. There was immediately after we have a little bit now, but immediately after the the uh, the storm, for at least four or five days, we had abs- absolutely no way of communicating uh, from you know between one another. And and the reason that it, that is has been so devastating is because uh, you know the government itself and I communicate within its own uh, structure. So, uh, you know, nobody knows, at least for the first couple of days, nobody knew what to do, where to go or anything, you know, and and there are just so many different uh, aspects of of this situation here. Uh, And if I start with uh, the telecommunications, you know, uh, television is gone completely. I haven't seen a TV on, you know, in a week, okay, okay. Um, the landlines, even landlines, if you think landlines are secure, I have news for you, okay. I have five landlines here at my place of business, and all of them are gone. My mother has a landline. that one is gone, okay No internet service here at all. Uh, the little internet service that I've been able to get I was just only yesterday and in certain areas a very very, uh, very very peculiar situation that is happening here and uh, only on expressways, <laughs> could you get a signal? Apparently since the towers are near uh, the center of the t- towers are near expressways, you see people pulled up on the shoulder all over there and you know, the expressway. I'm going, what the hell's going on? You know, and that's the only place that they can get a decent signal. Okay. Now today I'm able to uh, call you, you know, from my business, from my place of business. And that's because little by little, <clears throat> you know, the, the communications are improving, but, uh, but, but, still, you know, like I I, I, I told you earlier, I've been trying to send you a file, you know, for about a couple of hours, you know, uh, which describes, you know, everything that I experienced, you know, for the first couple of days. And you'll eventually get it because, uh, you know, it's it's my personal um, account. okay, and it it includes, you know, all these photographs and everything that uh, people need to see. And uh, I I just want to make I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, the reports we're getting is uh, at lack of water, lack of gasoline. People don't have food. That's right. They don't have medical assistance. I want you to elaborate on what's going on in Puerto Rico, because the reports we're getting, and especially anything filtered through the White House, appears to have a political spin.
1: That's right. And I'm going to give you information here that nobody, nobody knows. And that's why, you know, alternative media and alternative news is so important because, uh, you know, my father had an appointment at the VA uh, on Monday, okay? And he went uh, to his appointment, and next to the VA hospital, there is a morgue, okay? And at this morgue, there was a very large commotion, and he asked, what's going on here, you know? And uh, he was informed that apparently... um, people who have succumbed to the storm at old folks homes are being there and their families you know their their loved ones are coming there to identify them and collect you know the bodies okay and this is something that nobody knows okay they, they the official the official death toll is 16 okay and but uh, the situation at at these uh, old folks homes is critical because there's no diesel to run the generators. Some of these places have been completely abandoned by the administrators, so they have, they are, you know, they have been left completely at their own luck, you know, and, uh, and even worse, there's a couple of these old homes, old folks' homes that I have heard of that are structures that are five uh, stories, maybe six stories. Now the elevators are not working. You know, and you've, you've got uh, elderly people, you know, that cannot go up and down stairs. This is complicating, you know, a lot of the situation. You know, the heat. Uh, when these kind of storms, you know, <clears throat> pass, and they destroy all the vegetation, the trees and everything, which provide, <clears throat> you know, uh, cool, they cool the, the air, you know, and you get the shadows, you know, and everything, and shade. And, <clears throat> and that's so important, you know, and especially on an island like this. And uh, and and yesterday, just to give you an idea, the temperature w- went up to 108. Okay, now there is absolutely, a, you know, if there was some rain or something coming, you know, that would be nice. So apparently, we're going to get rain over the weekend. But the uh, the problem with this heat and there's no wind, no clouds. It's you know, it just multi it has a multiplying effect. Jim. And and this is one of the very one of the most dangerous situations that we have right now because a lot of elderly, elderly people cannot withstand that kind of heat. And, uh, and that is just something that uh, is intolerable. You know, the situation with the diesel here has been a circus. I have to say that the government was not prepared, you know, to maintain a, 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 a supply of diesel to all of the uh, government facilities and to everybody who needed diesel you know even the the, uh, the private companies have not been able to deliver gasoline or diesel because of lack of trucks and truck drivers because a lot of these truck drivers live on, in the interior of the island and they haven't even been able to report in to work okay now we have we have and this is so heartbreaking and and I mean this is something that just breaks my heart Jim you have Gas lines of four, five, six hundred cars, miles. I'm talking about kilometers long. Now we have uh, the governor has has declared martial law, which is understandable, but the way that they have gone about it is just totally ridiculous, Jim. Because if you have if you have a martial law that goes from 7 p.m. to 5 a.m., okay. And so at 5 a.m., you can leave your house. You can go out looking for gas. Well, guess what? Gas stations are not opening until 7 a.m. And this is ridiculous. So you have to go and wait for two hours for the gas for the gas station to open, and then they're only allowing like maybe $20, $30 worth of gas. You can't even fill up. Fill up you know, the logistics has been total, total chaos. And, and 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 these people a lot of these people are being ordered to you know report to work well how am i going to report to work if i can't get to work because i don't have a i don't have gas in my car okay so we're in such a catch 22 situation here i'm sorry go ahead
0: no i was just going to say to hear hear the president tell it uh is everywhere on the job providing help providing food providing emergency medical assistance uh tell me is that your experience
1: that might be uh, in process. In pro, it might be okay. And and I've heard that uh, you know the airport is open. Uh, it's been militarized, you know, and and several airports are receiving uh, military and other aid uh, uh, shipments. Uh, um, the um, the situation where we I, I as far as tangible evidence, I have to I have to say no. I haven't seen anything. They said that they were going to have National Guard. They were going to have, they were going to have you know, uh, troops, you know, uh, helping out, you know, on, on traffic lights. You know, some of these cops have been standing in uh, traffic lights for 12-hour tw- uh, shifts in 108-degree heat, Jim. And, and, I mean, and, and this, it's, just, it's just not sustainable, okay? okay? Puerto Rico needs massive, massive help at this moment. Okay, I heard an, an interview with Speaker Ryan, which was, he was very emotional, and I have to agree. This is United States of America, okay? These are American citizens, you know? They need to be treated the way that American citizens have been treated in Texas and Florida and New Jersey. Please, this is something, this is a, a this is a, I I have no words to describe, you know, what's going on here. You know, Uh, (laughs) only if you were here.
0: Let me quote you from an article in the Wisconsin State Journal. It says, "In in a trio of tweets on Monday night, he, President Trump, suggested that Puerto Rico was suffering in part because it had incurred billions of dollars in debt to Wall Street and the banks, which sadly must be dealt with. Texas and Florida are doing great but Puerto Rico which was already suffering from broken infrastructure and massive debt is in deep trouble still he promised me, he he promised food water and medical are top priorities and doing well
1: and, and 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 let me and i have to comment on that because the reason the electrical infrastructure is in the state that it is is because the previous administration hired a, a CEO from the US her name is Lisa Donahue and her objective was not to improve the the prepa, the electrical company. It was to lower their expenses so that they could pay the bondholders. And that is why the electrical infrastructure is in the was in the condition that it was at the time of the storm. You know? And and this is you know this is just so let, Pathetic. Let, I think
0: that uh, I agree with uh, comments that if, if 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 Trump were acting responsibly, he'd forgive Puerto Rico's debt and move aggressively to improve its infrastructure. I think this is an abdication of responsibility on the part of Trump, and that it, this is going to prove to be his Katrina. George W. Bush suffered mightily politically from his abject failure to cope with the effects of Katrina. Trump, it seems to me, is showing a similar cavalier and careless attitude. I believe this is I, going, to, going to be disastrous for him politically.
1: I was completely offended by the tone and the condescending attitude that he demonstrated yesterday in saying, Oh, we're doing great, fantastic. I don't see any great and fantastic here, Jim. I'm sorry you know, this is, this just goes so, so beyond that. You know, I, uh, um, you know, I just, you know, you have to be here in order to really appreciate, you know, you know, the seriousness of the situation. We have mountains and mountains of trash and, and, you know, the, the, uh, there's, uh, there mostly there's no water, uh, service right now. I, I understand that, uh 400,000 uh, 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 subscribers to the water uh company are already online but they need to do more they need to remove all of this trash that is laying out and right in front of my building I have probably a ton of trash okay and and this what this job, everybody knows that this is a very unsanitary condition this is going to this is going to create you know, the perfect situation, the perfect breeding ground for, for diseases like cholera and dysentery. Everybody knows that. We got temperatures of 108 degrees, Jim. You know, the trash is just fermenting there and creating nothing but bacteria and infection and, and, and unsanitary conditions. Everybody knows that. Okay. And that is why the urgency of the situation. Like I said, all the vegetation is gone. You know, and, and people right now, without any, any running water, you know, they have to go to the toilet. You know, and, and this is a very, very ser- serious situation that we're dealing with here. Oh, well,
0: cut, to compound the situation, Larry, we have multiple experts who are contending that these hurricanes are man-made. I interviewed James McKinney on my show just uh, a, a, a week ago yesterday. Uh, the 19th, and he was laying out the evidence that this was man-made, that the United States is capable of manipulating the weather. It's been going on since uh, at least 1957. I have vets from Vietnam who say they were manipulating the weather there to try to destroy the Viet Cong's ability to wage war. In addition to McCanny we have a Japanese expert by the name of Maikio Kaku admitting Uh, Really pointing out on live TV that the recent hurricanes are man-made. We even have John Lear, our nation's most distinguished pilot, pointing out that these the shadow government created and augmented and steered these hurricanes where they wanted them to go. And we're paying for it with lives and cash. It's really a scam.
1: well i know for a fact that global warming okay and is is contributing immensely to this situation if it is, if if that is uh um, if, if that is uh making it easier to uh, create storms i'm not you know I, I don't know anything about it but what i can tell you is about the effect and and the results of of uh, such a storm you know th- this is something that is just Uh, It's completely mind-boggling. It's something that I I have never ever experienced. Nobody. This is the 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 largest disaster ever here. You know. Let me tell you something. I have photographs that show paint being completely sandblasted off of of walls in at my house. Okay. And when you're dealing with force of that nature, then you know this is just something that uh, Mm -hmm. all you can do is hide and pray because there's nothing you can do about it.
0: No, Larry, this has nothing to do with global warming per se. He's showing very precisely the technology, which appears to be space-based, using lasers to guide the hurricanes. They can guide the hurricanes and take them exactly where they want them to go. You're going to be astonished when you get into some of this, Larry, because having lived through this, you're going to be so profoundly disgusted, just as I am so profoundly disgusted. And... Just as uh, during Katrina, it appears they actually blew these ancient levees that were holding the water back in order to flood this very valuable real estate that had been owned by black families forever in order to drive. Yeah, out I'm, I'm aware of that. So that rich entrepreneurs yeah. could, and they're suggesting that in Puerto Rico, this is an attempt to privatize the water and electrical systems for companies to make profits. Because currently you have a state run system. that That is being proposed as a motive, perhaps not the uh, only.
1: Absolutely. After those two conditions absolutely agree 100%. The state run, uh, they're monopolies actually. Because how can a monopoly go broke? And let me tell you how it goes broke. Monopolies like this go broke because the state sponsors just about every municipality you know, electricity and water for free. They do not, uh, charge, you know, the municipalities for, for this, uh, uh, for these commodities. And even though uh, municipalities do, uh, uh, reciprocate, uh, to the government on certain services, but I, I do not believe that, uh, they should be exempt, you know, from uh, like all of us, you know, with their water and electric bills, you have to pay them. And so this has just been going on and on and on for so many years, so many administrations, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the, the 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 uh, unions uh practically control both the electric and the water companies so in order to privatize both of these you're going you you're going to have to take them on you know and when you take them on you have the uh the problem you know of the unions being, with the power that they that they have here you know to be uh, in fact quite an impediment to any progress well, you know because obviously obviously they know that you know uh when uh, when they privatize all this, you know that everything's gonna change you know because they have to you know they have to work for a profit, but another problem that Puerto Rico has with the electrical system is the uh, the high dependence on oil okay uh, just about eighty five percent of puerto rico's electric- electricity is generated by oil, which is uh probably the most of any state or territory in in the nation everybody has down. Uh, has reduced their dependence on oil and gone to uh, to other methods of of uh, creating uh, electricity. And 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 not only that, the infrastructure itself is so outdated. You know their their uh, machines and everything. You know are just so outdated that you know this is this was something that was bound to happen. You know once you have the structure that is so so fragile. You know, uh, a storm like this is just going to blow it out completely.
0: Larry, I can't thank you enough for giving us this update, this current report on what's going on. I want to feature you uh, on the the radio when we're able to do it, when things are better. But meanwhile, my absolute best wishes to you, to your family, to your friends, and to all the citizens of Puerto Rico in, in surviving and coping with this national tragedy.
1: Thank you, Jim. Thank you. I, I, uh, we, need, uh, we need a lot of help. Um, we need prayers. We need everything. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, the situation, I just wanted to briefly comment that uh, if, if Donald Trump is going to say that Puerto Rico is, is in debt, let me tell you something. The reason Puerto Rico is in debt is because Puerto Rico is, is controlled by Congress. Puerto Rico is, is subjected to, to laws. Okay, that impede Puerto Rico's uh, able ability to do commerce with any other nation. Puerto Rico's ability to import anything on any other boat that is not, yep. uh, that is not uh, controlled by the United States Marine, mer- Merchant Marines. The cabotage laws are killing Puerto Rico. Okay, we cannot freely associate with any country without any, without the co- Congress's permission. Okay, recently. Recently, Puerto Rico, there was a couple of cases that went to the Supreme Court that just very, very bluntly uh, uh, decided, just you know, the result that Puerto Rico is a territory, you know, and Puerto Rico is subjected to Congress. Puerto Rico, doesn't matter if they have a government there. We don't care about that, okay? Their, their government there is to run the, the colony because Puerto Rico is the only colony left in the world, Jim, okay? And the United States should be ashamed of this. Okay, they need to to do something with Puerto Rico. Either 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 be a state or let it go on in the, to independence. But this situation that Puerto Rico is going is going through right now, which goes back to nineteen seventeen, the Jones Act, when Puerto Ricans were made American citizens, so they could go and fight in war in Europe and in any every other war that the United States has fought. Puerto Ricans are the number one casualty uh, 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 group group because, per capita because of the large amounts of Puerto Ricans that are sent to fight, okay? And it's been going on for more than a century, Jim. This needs to but, stop. Puerto Rico needs to, needs to develop. Puerto Rico needs either to become a state or let Puerto Rico be independent. But the situation right now as a colony is disgusting.
0: Larry, I can't thank you enough for those fine remarks very much. Thank you so much for this report.